0: We are sorry the number you are trying to reach is unavailable. Please try again when you are graduated or employed, not ungraduated.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode. Today we're going to be talking about resumes, some tactics that we've used in the past that have been successful for us, such as formatting your resume, how to match it with a job description, And sort of where you at in your career and how to make your resume match where you're at.
0: Um, definitely have had issues with resume in the past. I think the biggest advice that I gotten before was keeping a page, front page, um, trying to squeeze as much information as you can in it. So we can start with The name on the left corner, at the middle, wherever you want, your information, your phone number, email, your LinkedIn account, a section for experience, section for skills, a section for education, a section for even relevant projects, whatever you do have, certifications as well, like Google Analytics, anything from LinkedIn you have too, and just making it super pretty. I mean, this is a document that employers are going to look at and they're going to look over it in detail. And they're going to want to hire you or this is going to be like the face of you representing yourself. So I think making a really good resume and just really milking the shit out of it and putting as much information on selling yourself is the biggest thing you can do. Um, So when I first started looking for jobs, I at first was looking for marketing positions. So I tailored it specifically for marketing. I was putting like LinkedIn learnings, like how to become marketing coordinator. I put all my relevant projects I did while I was at USF, and all my skills were like email marketing, campaign management, Google Analytics, Marketo, all that, like just all relevant and tailored with marketing. And then when I was like, okay, maybe marketing's not the good time for it right now, I kind of made another resume too, and that was more tailored for sales and for recruiting. And then I put, I kept the relevant projects just cause like if they wanted to ask about it, they could ask about it. But this one was like putting more numbers in it, um, switching up my prof- my profile summary a little bit more specified and then changing the skills into cold calling or like um, cold calling, uh, prospecting, and just all that SDR, BDR skills have in the requirements I think is key and be successful in that, and just trying to kind of go your separate direction and trying to apply for the right positions with the right resume. So I had two resumes at the time, so yeah.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know you were supposed to have, like, tailored resumes to different people um, until I, <laughs> I yeah. met with someone, and they said that was something that you definitely need to have, and it has definitely paid off doing that, because mm-hmm, yeah. I feel like you get a lot more resumes when you have a um, – profile that's targeted to a job description and you want to make sure you have those key terms that they're looking for in yeah. your resume yeah 100 yeah it's
1: actually a really good tactic i used to like not get callbacks at all and then wonder why i never <laughs> got callbacks and it was because my resume wasn't tailored for the position that they were looking for so, if they want somebody who manages social media, for example, in yeah. one of your job descriptions, you have to put manage, manage, manage social media or manages social media. That way, if it goes through like a server and it's not an actual person looking at it, it gets through the system. And I learned this during an informational meeting with um, someone who worked at a really um, big entertainment company, but he was mainly like, we don't have time. To look at all these resumes so what we do is we send it through a server and it picks out the ones that have the job description that we're looking for but um, resumes are definitely I think the most significant part of the job application process because it's your initial introduction to the company and you always want to be making a first impression so part of that is making sure um, like everything on your resume is essentially flawless and one of the things I've done in my resume is you want to make sure your name is always the biggest thing on the resume. And I learned this when I was in high school, but it's something I've really stuck with. And my career counselor at my college actually said that it's actually really important. And not a lot of people know that when they're um, making resumes, that the name is supposed to be the largest thing. And mm-hmm. you should always have a section for experience. And if you don't have a lot of experience or experience experience, that doesn't line up with essentially what you want to do in your career. Um, listen to last week's episode where we talk about building your own experience and um, sort of what you want to do. Because then you could always add it under experience, even if it wasn't a, let's say, full-time position or an internship that you had. Yeah, exactly.
2: The other thing you could do is um, a lot of employers at this age and this stage in our lifetimes, like they don't expect us to have a ton of experience in your babysitting job is not the most relevant thing for the position the most relevant thing for the position <laughs> is what you're learning in school and how you can attribute that to what you're going to be doing yeah. in an internship or in a job yeah right. um so that's something you need you should have if you don't have a lot of experience is projects that you've worked on that yeah. are relevant 100 um, percent. another thing this is just to go off of what xxali was saying earlier canva yeah you need to have A resume on Canva. It looks so much prettier. We love Canva. Canva. I love Canva. Yeah, they have
1: so many templates to choose from too. Like if you're, if you want to do design, they have beautiful resumes. All you have to do is type in your information. If you're a student, they have resumes tailored for college students. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool because it makes your life a little bit easier and you don't really have to worry about the format because Canva does that all for you.
0: And then there's always like the nitty-gritty details that like seem to piss me off when I do my resume. So like like you'll have your position and then the company and then the dates and then you need to like make sure each one has the right font right bold italic underline all that shit making sure everything's super aligned and it looks so concise and just beautiful i think that's the last thing like get all the information on the page put whatever you need to do Consult with a few other people. Say, hey, does this look good? Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. What else should I add in on here that, like, makes me look really good? And then worry about the little nitty-gritty
2: details to tie it all together. Definitely. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, that you could do Mm -hmm. is have one master resume. So, like, obviously we we were saying, like, make different resumes. But having one master resume where you have all the information and you – keep recording like even while you're in your job you want to keep recording the things that you're doing and learning and mm-hmm. the softwares that you're using um onto a master resume that way when you it comes time that you want to apply for a new job or a different job yeah you can tailor it specifically using the same kind of information that you know and have used you don't have to keep changing it specifically yeah. for that job you can copy and paste it for that job okay yeah 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 totally that's a good point also, one
1: thing that's we're talking about like detail. One thing that's super important is the file name. The employer oh, yeah. can see what you Wait. named your file on your computer. Wait, yeah, you're lying. No, I'm <laughs> okay. Okay, no, no, no. That's good because like
0: mine, mine goes. It says Cali, like all caps, Cali Marketing <laughs> Grad Resume. Yeah, that's, and then the that's next okay. one's Cali Sales slash Recruiting. Okay, I
1: probably should have put like. Oh my God! If I put like Cali's Bullshit resume. Yeah, exactly. That's what they don't want, and I'm sure they see that. Like, oh, draft number one. (laughs) Make sure, make sure that file name at least has your name in it and like the position that you're going
2: for. So like, mine would be like Katya A Marketing. Oh my god, I actually didn't know that. They can see your file name if you're marketing. You want every detail to be perfect if you're marketing. Yeah. That's why your resume has to be visually appealing. It has to make sense. They want to see that wow oh sorry i'm not trying to call you out <laughs> no, 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 no 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 i'm no i'm uh,
0: this is amazing i'm learning because i are, had no
2: idea yeah no i didn't know either until like sophomore year that they could sophomore the... year i'm learning now <laughs> i fucking graduated <laughs> it's gonna be my freshman year all over again don't worry that's fucking hilarious Aww, a little freshie we got a little
1: freshie starting they when know start? everything though they literally know everything so be careful what you name your file
0: Okay, so I'm going to go over, like, what my resume looks like as I look at it, just so everybody can kind of get an idea of what we're working with. So, like, in my top left corner, I have, like, my name bolded, and then underneath I have San Francisco, California, just because, like, I live in San Bruno right now, but, like...
2: The Bay Area. San Francisco Bay Area. I could have put,
0: like, San Francisco Bay Area, but, like, that. And then I have my contact information, and then on the left side, I have profile summary, and then, like, a paragraph of, like like me summarized i guess and then underneath i have work experience and then i have one two three positions and then one two three three to four solid bullet points for each one just depending on what i wanted to talk about in each position and then i put my position name the company the location of the company and then the dates that i worked And then on the other side, I put education, my degree, when I graduated. And then skills, I put like 10 bullet points. And then underneath, I put certification. So I have Google Analytics and LinkedIn Learnings. And then I have relevant projects. And I have three different projects. And I have like a bullet point for each one, but it's like a paragraph long. So it's like goes into details about like what the project was and like all that.
1: Yeah that's pretty it. good my resume is a similar format the only difference is that I didn't put my um, certification just because um, I didn't have enough space but I have it on my LinkedIn um, mm-hmm. so mine is similar but um, for my work experience I tended to put more bullet points on my most recent experience because I feel like it highlighted my skills a little bit more um, tense make sure the tents
2: yes for each one that's the biggest one is making sure they're all in the same tents I asked someone to look at my resume at a job fair once like Uh when I was like a while ago this was a long time ago yeah and I was so embarrassed because she circled the tense, every yeah. tense and i didn't realize that they were inconsistent because i had been adding stuff to my resume yeah you just never forget you just don't go back and check you have to check yeah. every time you add something to your resume you want to make sure it's in the same tense even yeah. if you're currently
1: in a position like make sure if your rest of your resume is in past tense make it in past tense yeah 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 and if like it before i think especially for college students or recent grads it's important to have a relevant project section because you might have like not have an internship or something and you want to make up for that experience you can put in a relevant project that you worked on such as a capstone course or even like a case study that you did and just highlight a few bullet points on what that's about because sometimes you would be highlighting um, like the key skills you need for that position in your project which is pretty cool Um, On my resume, I also have education highlights. If you studied abroad, make sure you include that in there, even if you didn't attend the school for that long, because that's important. Um, Highlight um, your key skills. Here I have, um, like, Google Analytics and Marketo. I just took courses in those. So um, I guess that double dips between skills and certificates. Is
0: this your marketing one? Yeah. Okay, here. Read out the skills that you have for marketing, and then I'll read out the skills you have for sales.
1: Okay. So for marketing, my skills are... Email marketing and automation, growth marketing, campaign management, Salesforce, digital marketing, Google Analytics, Marketo, HubSpot, content marketing, Excel, and Word. And I think email marketing um, is important to have because, honestly, I don't really know of a company that doesn't use email marketing. Um, So even if you take a course on HubSpot and you take an email marketing course within that, it's important to have that on there because – Platforms like HubSpot and Marketo are like the leading for email marketing and it's important to have that skill on there. Um, growth marketing and campaign management. That's something that honestly you could have studied in schools that could be part of your relevant projects. Growth marketing is important for no matter what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. So it's important to uh, take a course on that or expand on that skill a little bit more from your prior experience. Um, Salesforce is a lot of courses that you can look into just to study the CRM platform. Um, content marketing that could be something as simple as um, having like a copy or something like a promotional um, like essay that you wrote Mm -hmm. um, that's considered content marketing just making sure you're able to um, put out a copy that goes along with their product line and excel and word is always important for no matter what job you're going for yeah absolutely
0: and then my skills for like sales and recruiting are prospecting and cold calling, LinkedIn sales Navigator slash recruiting, because I used to both before in the past, relationship building, customer support, pipeline management, Google analytics, Salesforce CRM, lead qualification and generation. I'm also fluent in Spanish, kind of. <laughs> no, I am. And then Excel <laughs> in words. Kind of. <laughs> kind of keyword. Like, I can speak Spanish super well with people I choose to speak Spanish with, but if it was in a business
2: setting, I'd probably shit myself. Mm -mm. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) honest to God. You know, St. Mary's had a class that was – Spanish for business. Oh, no that's way. so clutch. Yeah, We never took it though. I mean, that's I should have cool. taken it after I took intermediate Spanish because that would have been like super helpful. Oh, that would have been Spanish. so helpful. So helpful, but I have Spanish on my resume right now. My resume is under construction because <laughs> I'm switching <laughs> paths. So I am i don't have a lot to contribute right now. I am in the process of building a mess. So in my resume right now, I have a bunch of skills that are tailored to marketing mm-hmm. and like kind of sales jobs. So... um. I'm trying to switch it more so it's focused more on, like, accounting and things like that. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's under construction. I don't want to give advice when it's, like, not
0: completely done. You're still getting advice from other people, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I have a meeting next week to go over my resume. Ooh, cool. I love those meetings, honestly. Anyway, um, that's, yeah. Those and are that- my my two cents. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, make sure you're writing everything down because you may want to do a more um, technical role one day. and Yeah, make sure you
1: write down everything you do at your current job because sometimes you'll
2: forget. I <laughs> forgot, and Honestly. I'm in the process of trying to, like, remember everything yeah. and then, like, looking at job descriptions and seeing if there's anything on there that's super relevant. Yeah. 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 One – You're real sorry. No, I forgot. There is, like,
0: one more section that I don't even have in there and you don't have in there either. It's, a, like, r- awards – Oh, like, oh, I have that. Sometimes. Like, like recognition. Like, I don't, like, I, don't <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> like, I have none. No, I'm sure you but do. Like, like, I'm sure I do. But I just didn't think at the moment, like, why I don't have that. But like, people that you can also make it kind of personable. Like, let's just say you were super good at sports in high school and you got like some shit. Yeah like you could put that and then they could like refer back to that like oh my god you did soccer and you were like blah 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 like hell yeah I was I kick ass in soccer but like you know yeah. like little things like that also hype you up
1: I used yeah. to have that on my resume So Wait, like what first was it I had first league all-american for lacrosse I also had like scholar athlete oh see there you go and we got like a thespian award in my okay, English class so see I added all off. these to my resume and my career lady at St. Mary's was like take, take, take that off, off. <laughs> Like, you don't need that so now i don't have any awards yet when no, i get I know. To my yeah. next position
0: going to people and actually trusting them and their opinion on like what your resume should look like is like fucking really yeah. hard to find somebody that will actually take the time to actually sit down with definitely you and, like pay attention to the details but like just getting advice from just anybody it just sometimes just doesn't work you know
1: that's why yeah. i think it's super important to have at least like three people look at your resume um and that's business professionals. I send it out to my friends too. I mean, mm-hmm. they are they are business professionals. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're fucking me? welcome. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> Excuse
2: me. Actually, you didn't even ask me to look at your resume. <laughs> I am
0: offended. You know what? We're going to get into this because Katya, before, she had this resume and it, it like <laughs> like I told her to fix it up. I didn't. So, and she fucking did it. I got so zero then callbacks. I jumped on Zoom with her and we fixed her resume to what it is now. And tell me how many fucking interviews you got gotten this week. I've a lot.
1: Hopefully one of them works out. Will you no, help me saying. with mine? Yes. Yes. It's important to have a lot of people look at your resume though, because it's n- it's like important. Like you can never have too much feedback. And sometimes I mean. just push them. You know, if they need, if you see some like error
0: in like their resume, you're just like, bro, you could do so much better.
2: Yeah. Be like, yeah. that's helpful. See, yeah. I would like things like that. Yeah. People sometimes I feel like dance around that topic. Like I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like tell just me. Tell me. Tell me if this is shitty. This sounds yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. sounds dumb. Everyone has this skill. Make it something more special.
0: Literally. Yeah.
1: I personally enjoy editing people's resumes, so I love it when people are like, hey, can you take a look at your resume? I'm like, say less. I'm editing it right now.
0: Literally. Okay. So at USF, they have, like, this mentorship program, and I – for, cool. like, alumni. Mentor? Mentor. I can't say it. Oh. Really. Mentor. <laughs> I thought a, mentor intern. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's a mentorship Sorry. program for alumni. And I got into it, and last week I had this interview, this Zoom interview, what the fuck, this Zoom meeting with this um, senior at USF, and we were talkies. she was super cool, and she was, she showed me her resume, and I sent her, like, my resumes, too, because I wanted her to check it out, and, like, I was like, sis, you need some work on this resume, like, for See, real. See, but that's
2: helpful. No,
1: I know, I was like, I'll help you out, but, like, sis, this is what you're <laughs> sending? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But I think it's important um, to also match your resume with your LinkedIn. All the job descriptions that are on your resume should match exactly what's on your LinkedIn. I'm talking about like copy and paste. paste. Yes. And LinkedIn is like we're very fortunate in the fact that LinkedIn lets you add as much as you want. I love so LinkedIn resume you're kind of limited to one page, but if you go on LinkedIn, like add those awards that you got in high school that you don't want to. put on Oh yeah, on your resume. put all
0: that shit on put there. Everything I beta mute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> literally um also another like key thing that's kind of minor is if you ha- if you went to a high school that's pretty big and prominent in your community and you're applying to a job where you know people from your high school work at that company include okay. your high school on your resume Oh, 100%. and it's something that if you're a college student you should have your high school on your resume anyway yeah but i think it's also important like post-grad If you are going to apply at a company or apply at like a school to work, um, you should have your high school on your resume because you never know that alumni community pulls through a lot. I don't
2: have my um, high school on my resume. I don't either. But if I was applying for a company (laughs) where (laughs) I saw
1: on LinkedIn that like somebody from my high school works works there,
2: I would totally include that on my resume because you never know who's going to be working there. Yeah. In my new resume that I'm creating. Um, I don't have my high school on there because I already have two schools. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't yeah. well we yeah, yeah, already yeah. graduated. The thing is like yeah. maybe for
0: students that are in college. college right now, like put their high school in. Yeah. And then once you graduate, just put university or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah.
1: you could include, especially if you're a college student, include the activities that you did in high school because that could yeah. be a conversation starter. And also if you're like a freshman in college and you haven't really gotten involved yet, and especially now like during coronavirus with most schools being remote, it's hard to get involved. Yeah. It's important to have those activities just to show that you took initiative in high school.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a certain degree to which you should do that too because I don't yeah. think that you need to have like, I had like art on mine like, freshman year, I had, like, I was the co-president of the National Ar- Art Honor Society <laughs> nice. at Mercy High School. But, like, I feel like that's not relevant at all to marketing. No, yeah. And I did a lot more impressive stuff than that. And that yeah. was, like, something that I tried to highlight. And that's, like, funny. I mean, if art is something that you love, and like, you like, your definitely majoring, do that. Yeah. But I was bad at art. I was not good at art. So, like, <laughs> it was embarrassing that that was on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's important also not
1: to have too much like fluff or design on your resume if you're like in the business world, or, like in marketing. Don't put a picture. Don't don't put a picture. Oh my god. Don't no, put a picture. Don't put a picture. Don't put yeah, like don't flowers know. on the border of your resume. Don't add like a cute background because at the end of the day, the automation system it's going to go through is going to tear that apart, and you don't want it to get like discombobulated. Black and system. white, professional. Yes. Done. Straight, straightforward. Oh, yeah. Done.
2: Is it bad that mine's colored?
1: No, I mean you don't have like what, what color is it? It's
2: no. white and pink. Oh God, no! Oh, no. I right thought wrong. it was cute. No, that's a lot fine. of them in you. T- we're talking about like designs. Yeah, no, no, no. no I don't have a design. <laughs> no, no, I no, saw so this cool.
1: resume one time that literally had like a floral background. <laughs> the border oh my God. was like the you know like the marble. Like that's white cute. and gray. And that's kind of cute. You know what? For I'm like, not
2: against it. For like, I kind of like that. The for person like a was a birthday major the, the birth <laughs> The birthday.
1: The person was a finance major.
2: Okay, if it's a finance, exactly, <laughs> exactly, it's not your major. It right? doesn't match
1: them. Like if you are going for like a interior design position, I'm sure the design on your resume is important. Yeah. But
2: if you're a business major, the that's not gonna help your case. Do you know what though? I feel like. I have a different idea about this. I feel like a little design is fine, especially if you're going for something like marketing or sales, where it shows like you can stand out from other people, as long as there's like relevant information on there, like good information on there, because that will be picked up by the system. Okay. I see more for marketing than sales. Yeah.
0: A little bit more. Like marketing I get, but sales,
1: no. And same with finance. I don't see it for finance either. Yeah i don't know not the finance people i, I
2: think well also the thing that i saw that was really cool one time on linkedin mm-hmm. was someone designed their resume to look at, like spotify like the spotify uh, platform a lot when of a, fucking work no it was a lot of work but it was really cool like i think if that's you sick. if it's something that you're like so interested in like if you really want to work for spotify and exactly. you customize like that yes. yeah that's amazing. I support that 100%. I support that, yeah. If it's something like that, I think that's awesome. Even if you're a finance major, I think you can customize your resume to look like Spotify's. okay, yeah. Yeah, but as long as there's like, you know, metrics and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it makes sense. Yeah, that'd be I sick. Know. I mean, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I like They that. also are common cool. sense. They also, yeah, right? No, no that is it cool. That was like the coolest thing. Yeah. And the cover letter too. See, if matched. I got
0: that, I would have been like... Oh, yeah, shit, that, you're cool. hired. 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 I don't or need you? to, yeah, I don't even need to interview yeah. you, are hired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah one that's thing that's important,
1: though, is that these recruiters and the people, the hiring managers, they don't tend to fully, like, sit down, pour themselves a cup of coffee and really focus on your resume. They skim that. They're so freaking, with that being said, yeah. yeah, you want, like... Cut to the chase: a simple resume with a lot of space. They can dial in on like what's important for the role. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything too fancy, and you want to be able to use like powerful verbs that really narrow down what you have done at your experience. Um, like we said before, your college resume should differ from your work resume, and also you should have like a folder on your computer with your cover letter, work samples, and resume. And by work samples, I mean save all your projects from college I if you. Definitely. If you create a PowerPoint, uh-huh. save that, because that is could be used as a writing sample, save your essay that could also be used as a writing sample. Because sometimes when you're applying for positions, they'll ask for the work sample right off the bat, which I have run into a lot lately, especially with the market yeah. being a little bit more competitive. So just make sure you save everything. And if you, let's say, run like an email campaign mm-hmm. for your um, company, make sure you save like a draft of it so that way you're able to sort of use that as a writing sample That's in the future too. Cool. Yeah, it. That's wonderful advice. But with those projects, they add to your skill section on your resume. Like if you use like any of the Google suite or Microsoft suite, you're able to put that on your resume. As well as social media. Social media is very underrated because I know most um, of our generation uses social media like on a daily basis whether you're checking Instagram Facebook snapchat whatever add that to your resume because a lot of companies also use social media and that is something that you are proficient in mm-hmm. so those presentations that you give at school that's yeah. a skill like data visual visualizations and your like finance classes and math classes use that and same mm-hmm. with like graphic design
0: literally save all your save all the projects you've ever done yeah
1: yeah and one thing I I um, I think is also underrated. And something that I've been asked a lot recently is what do you like to do in your spare time? That's not work. And it's not like you can talk about Oh, I like like to do this because sometimes it relates back to your job experience. And I used to always say, um, <laughs> expanding my knowledge on like Salesforce. And the person was like, you know, like, what do you do in your personal life? And if you're anything like me, I gave up hobbies in high school. But I think, I think it's you important. You what? I gave up hobbies. You gave school. up hobbies in high you don't school. You give up I, I, I never had like a hobby in college. She misses lacrosse, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they had hobbies. Don't say reading because everybody says reading.
0: I mean, like, I I'd read. love to read Nobody books. says, okay,
1: people that genuinely read will say, like, reading. Okay, but even if you genuinely read, it's important to have another hobby. Because I feel like everybody says hiking, reading, walks on the beach. Like, that's something they hear. You want to be have something that's, like, unique. I come in with my juicing.
0: <laughs> They'll be like, what do you do for fun? And like, "What? Um, what what's your like daily life? Shit yeah. like that, right? I'll be like, I work out, Chloe Ting, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I'll do my juices. I love making my own juices. Like that bitch is hard. You yeah. know, like I got to yeah. wash my juice. I got to wash them. I got to cut them up. Put it down. Know, it's whole it's, like it's a whole <laughs> it's, it's like experimenting
1: in a way. It's like experimenting in a way. And it's not something that's on your resume. So you're able to talk about it without them already knowing that about you. Yeah. If you're like – you <laughs> so Sorry, I'm lost. <laughs> if you I'm take so like confused. cooking classes on the side and you're like an expert baker and it's not something that's on your resume, then add that – like, your discuss air fryer. that.
2: I air fry in my Everything. free time. There you fucking that's go. That's my the air frying. Angie <laughs> makes chips in her air fryer, and they're bomb. You oh, my gosh. Go. No, no, no. I make chips on the stove. Oh, really? I tried There's them in the air fryer, chip. they weren't as good. Okay. Can I make chips? Yeah. Do you guys have
1: time? Yeah, I'm going somewhere? No. I do want to talk about cover letters for a little bit, just because cover I like
2: Cover letters. Goes along with resumes I hate a lot. cover letters. I do, too, and they're sometimes I don't even awful. use them.
1: Sometimes I don't even use cover letters.
0: They make letters. no sense to me. I Okay, so if a... If a, if a position or a company I decided to apply for, if it has a little red star that I have to have a cover letter, I, don't I, say, fuck, I say, fuck that, and I'm not
1: applying. But really? going along yeah. with that, I'm
0: not, I'm not down.
1: You should have a cover letter that's fairly standard and something that's very flexible. So if you really want this job and they have that red star that you need to like, okay, have yeah. a cover letter, copy and paste that in there and just substitute the company name and the position. Wait. Because that yeah. works too if they just want that have a basic cover letter that you can be flexible with. But if you really want this job, and let's say you wanna do a custom cover letter, it's important that the cover letter matches the company culture. So if the company culture is extremely like energetic and fun, then make your cover letter energetic and fun. If it's more sort of standard, make your cover letter standard. So it's important to sort of match your cover letter with the company culture, because again, that's like their first introduction to you.
2: To me though it's hard to like get a feel for company culture with for a lot of companies not all companies but for me it's like sometimes it's kind of hard to get a feel for company culture without ever talking to yeah, anyone Yeah, totally. Co- company, no, totally. just off their website and off like articles on them. Like yeah. that's kind of hard. I've and, seen, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no I was just going to say, and, like, I'm not going to do a ton of research right. for a company for a cover letter before I even exactly. get the job. No, that's, exactly. that's, 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 why like, I'm like, fuck cover letters. I do yeah. think that you should, like, look up the company and just see what they do at least. And, yeah. like, yeah. Y- obviously you can see a lot of that stuff in the product description.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but something that I do to customize my cover letter, I have a general cover letter that I have. Yeah. Uh, for each kind of job Mm -hmm. and uh, I put an asterisk and red, yeah (laughs) and uh, like in places where I would put like the name of the company the job title Mm -hmm. things like that so it can be customized and tailored to each company um, so they feel special yeah yeah (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah like it it also is easy to just kind of mass produce oh whoops mass produce <laughs> no I get
1: that totally um by like company culture I mean you don't really know until honestly when you get your foot in the door yeah. but I think it's important also like if their job description is super fun like if they say like sometimes I see like a bullet point that's like you want yeah like a funny humorous I don't know like, addition to our team, then you make your cover letter funny, you know? Yeah, like yeah. you small... match their energy. The energy they give off, right. match. Yeah, yeah. And
2: that's important for job interviews, too, honestly. Yeah, and the job, based on the job. Like, I yeah. feel like if the job is something fun, mm-hmm. client-facing, you should have something fun and client-facing. the other thing, the last thing, um, I will say is that I think you need to fully read the job description. Like, sometimes <laughs> yeah. they'll have, like, a little thing in there, like, email your resume here. Oh, and yeah, that, that'll throw oh, me the fuck off yeah. I read I saw a tiktok about this I follow career tiktok that's so that's career tiktok though,
1: it's amazing yeah, but for real.
2: someone put this little tip and it's like 80% of candidates are immediately disqualified because they don't do one thing on the wow. job description which is like actually I think that's good because you need to like read the job like description before read. applying and don't yeah. waste your
1: time applying if it's not even something that you have to, like don't want to do yeah, yeah I
0: agree you know
1: yeah Yeah. Sometimes in the job description, they'll ask for the work samples too, which is something that I tend to skim over.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. One more last thing. Like in it, like in applications, I feel like I run into this a lot. I'll be filling out the application and then it will like require you to fill out like two to three answer questions, whatever. It'll be like, why do you want to work for us? Or like what? And I'm like, this is so stupid why can't you just jump on the phone with me and then we can yeah. talk about that like, totally. it just pisses yeah. me off that i have to like actually write
2: it out when i'd rather yeah. sell myself and talk over the phone yeah, yeah totally definitely oh my god I so when that happens those. i'm like fuck that and i exit out no. i always fill them out because i feel like less people <gasps> really fill. yeah because i think less people fill those sections a lot out. Of, like yeah. that deters so many applicants and i think um i like person the person doesn't fill those out right I, I don't fill those out no i feel yeah. like you're more likely to get the job or like at least an interview if yeah. you um i get that no fill that out yeah which eh. yeah i don't always have the time i mean for. props to you you got you got you got the motivation mm, to do just that saying like think about like how many people actually do it yeah exactly think, yeah anyway that's okay important. you don't have to if you don't want to
1: <laughs> well that was a good sh- <laughs> that's stuff. important though i think that that's a good aspect All right, to wrap it all up, I just want to go through the key tactics that we've discussed. Um, Making sure your resume is one page, how to make up for lost experience, how to format your resume, and how to add in your hobbies on the side. Um,
2: So that is it for the fourth episode. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Follow us on the gram. We are at The Ungraduated. Uh, We look forward to talking to you guys in our next episode.
0: We are sorry the number you are trying to reach is unavailable. Please try again when you are graduated or employed, not ungraduated.